for the rest that you give us, Lord. That you will be glorified. Have your way, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You may be seated. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Praise the Lord for praise and worship that can touch the throne of God. Amen. It's all about getting in His presence. Praise the Lord. If you will, if you turn with me to Matthew chapter 25, we're going to look at verse 1. Praise the Lord for His Spirit today, for the Word today. Amen. For the sensitivity to His Spirit. That's what we need, more sensitivity to the Spirit of God in these days that we live in. Amen. Sometimes God will lay something on your heart to say and or to do or to go share or whatever it is. Just if you feel Him prompting you, speaking to your heart, laying something strong on you, just obey Him and, and do it by faith. Amen? Amen. Amen. Because the Holy Spirit will never steer you wrong. He'll never steer you wrong. Let's see. Matthew 25. Let's look at verse 1. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise, and five of them were foolish. Say, don't be foolish. Don't be foolish. <laughs> Verse 3. They that were foolish took their lamps. I'm sorry. They that, that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight there was a cry made, Behold, the groom cometh, go ye out and meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so lest there be not enough for us and you. But go ye rather, and s rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they that were ready went in with him to the marriage, and the door was shut. Afterward came also the other virgins, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. 
Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. I want to talk to you today about prepare to your heart to meet God. Prepare your heart to meet God. Father, we thank you for the word. Holy Spirit, I just, right now your presence is strong. And I ask that you would just speak through me for your glory. Because you are the one who we all should look to. You are the one whose eyes we should behold and, and our hearts should be turned towards you, Lord. More than ever before. Be glorified today, always and forever. In Jesus' name, and everyone say it. Amen. Amen. Prepare your heart to meet God. Mm, amen. Prepare your heart to meet God. It says, the scripture says, Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom and... Five of them were wise and five were foolish. Think about that. I don't want to be a part of the category of the virgins that were foolish. I want to be a part of those that were wise, that are spiritually aware of what time it is, that understand that this thing that right now that is, is, is a walk with God. It's about having a relationship with God. It's not about being on both sides of the fence and straddling the fence and, and being lukewarm. It's about knowing God intimately and having a relationship for yourself. It's not about playing church and having churchianity. It's about Christianity. It's about knowing God truly. It's not about being lukewarm because the Bible says that he will spew the lukewarm out of his mouth. In other words, he will vomit you up. He will regurgitate you. You have no place in the body. Amen. There are some who are living for God. Their, their fire was strong. They were, they were walking with God. They were passionate for the Lord. But then there's some time in, in their walk, they've gotten cold and, and, and the things of God didn't move them no more. And they're not thirsty for the things of God no more. And when you mention Jesus in the Bible, they're like, eh. in their spirit. Some that are saved and, and they're just... Barely making it on the thread or some saying fake it to make it. They're, they're just barely getting by. They're, they're saved, but they're not walking in the abundant life that Jesus wanted them to walk, walk in. They're not walking in the victory that Jesus has paid for them at Calvary. They're just, you know, so-so, mediocre, mundane, right? God wants to wake up those who, whose fire dwindled and went down. He wants to shake those up. And then there are those who also that, uh, so you have some that are just getting by. God doesn't want you to just get by. He wants you to thrive in your walk with him. God, God doesn't just want you to just, you know, barely just make it in. He wants you to go in. He wants, you, he wants to say, well done, now good and faithful servants. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Listen, God wants all of your heart. And the thing is, is see, when we are not seeking God, we, we are not preparing our heart to meet God. Well, how do I prepare my heart to meet God? Number one, I got to seek God. And I have to seek him earnestly. Every day. If you're not uh, doing something and you're staying consistent at it, then what happens? 
You don't, you don't function in it as accurately and some, and whatever some of those things are. Some things you can just pick up and you can do it just like it was yesterday. Like it, you never missed a beat. But when it comes to the things of the spirit, praying and seeking God, he wants you to not only get in tune with him, but stay in tune with him. How can we stay in tune with God and stay on the same frequency? Amen. Spiritually speaking with God, if we don't get in tune with him. And see, these virgins, they got left behind because they didn't know the Lord. He said, what? I didn't know you. Right? Verse 12 says, but he answered and said, verily, I say unto you, I know you not. I know you not. There are some who he's going to say to, hey, I know you not. They're going to be in that category too. We are living in a critical time when Jesus is coming back. He's coming back. And he's coming back for those whose garments are white and spotless. Amen. Without, he's coming back for a church without spot, wrinkle, or blemish. And Jesus is coming back, but some, even in the body, it's like, you say, hey, are, are you believe we're living in end times? And they're like, I don't know. And God wants us to wake up from this spiritual sleep, this spiritual coma that we are in. He wants us to realize what time it is. It's time for the church. See, it's, it's, it's always common. It's easier for humanity to fight each other instead of realizing that fight is against the devil. Think about that. Households turning on each other. Church members talking about each other, bickering and turning against each other. Our fight is not against flesh and blood, but it's against the supernatural forces and the powers and principalities of darkness of this world. And we got to get our act together. We got to get our heart right with God. Me, you, all of us, we have to have our heart right with the Lord. Unforgiveness has no place in the kingdom of heaven. You have to be able to forgive your brother, forgive your sister. You have to forgive those. Because forgiveness is for you, it's for me. It releases us so that we're not bound. Right. We have to walk in forgiveness because we've been forgiven much. Therefore, we got to forgive. We can say, thank you, Jesus, praise you, Lord, and all of these things, right? We can praise the Lord. We can say amen. We can clap till the cows come home, and we can stomp, dance, and buck, and shout amen. But if your heart's not right with God, woe unto us. If my heart's not right with God, woe unto me. Amen. We have to have our heart right with God. Revelation chapter 3. Verse 14 says this right here. And unto the angel of the church in Sardis, that word angel pastor, amen. Unto the angel of the church in Sardis, Revelation 3, verse 1. Write these things, saith he 
that hath the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. And I know thy works, that thou hast a name, and thou livest and are dead. Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain. Didn't we hear that word a couple weeks ago? Strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die. For I have not found thy works perfect before God. Uh-oh. Remember, therefore, how thou hast received and heard and held fast and repent. Say repent. If therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come on thee as a thief, and thou shalt not know what hour I will come upon thee. That, verse 4, thou hast a few names, even in Sardis, which have not defiled their garments. And they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. He that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in white raiment. And I will not blot out his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. He that have an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. He says, let, 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 that, let him who has an ear to hear, spiritual ear, not physical ear, it's one thing to hear, it's one thing to listen, but it's another thing to hear. Yeah. To get, to receive, to comprehend spiritually what the Spirit of God is saying in this hour. Where the Spirit of God is, it, listen, the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And there is no confusion. That's right. There is no room for division. If you have an ought against your brother, if you have an ought against your deacon or your pastor, if you have an ought against your sister or someone in the church, if you have an ought against someone against the body of Christ for no apparent reason or just because you disagree about something, go to them and discuss it. Don't bicker and gossip about them. Amen? Amen. It's time to get your heart right before God. We all have to examine ourselves. Paul says examine yourself to see if you be in the faith. In other words, I have to check my walk. I have to check my talk. i got to examine my heart. All of those things, my walk and my talk is a reflection of what's in my heart. Lord, if there's something, if, if I'm falling short in the area, Lord, let me rewind and see where did I miss it. As, as, as uh, Brother David just said, we all missed the mark. Amen. Amen. Praise God. We fall short. But praise God. Lord, forgive me of my wrong thinking, my stinking thinking. Forgive me of, of, of my wrong thoughts or whatever it is. If it's not pleasing before you, Lord, move it out of the way. Amen. I don't want no part of it. Help us, Lord. Help us. Amen. That should be our cry. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Because you are soon to come. Revelation. Uh, Chapter 3, the same, the same um, look at verse 14. Look at verse 14 in, ch in chapter 3. And unto the angel, he's speaking to the church in Laodicea, and unto the angel of the church of the Laodiceans write, These things saith thee, Amen. The faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God, I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would thou 
words that you were cold or hot. So then, because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spill thee out of my mouth. Because thou sayest, I am rich and increased with goods and have need of nothing. And knowest not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire that thou mayest be rich and white raiment. And thou mayest be clothed, clothed and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear. And anoint thine eyes with eye salve that they may see. Stop right there. Anoint my eyes with eyesight that I may see. See, sometimes we think we see, but we, we, we can love God but still be blind in areas. You see, we think we, we've arose, we rose to the top and, and we're just like this. And so we know it all or, or, or we just think that we arrived and we're, we're blind. And you have some blind leading the blind. Amen? And what happens to the blind? When the blind lead the blind, they fall into the ditch. And he, God wants to open our eyes. He wants us to see what he's trying. He wants us to see in the spirit what he wants to show us. He's trying to take us to another level of understanding. Isaiah 55 verse 8 through 9 says, For my ways are not your ways, and my thoughts are not your thoughts, saith the Lord. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so are my ways above your ways, and my thoughts above your thoughts. So therefore we got to see from his point of view, and we have to come up to his level and understand and have the mind of Christ. Hallelujah. We have to see from God's point of view. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. He is holy. He says, be ye holy, be ye holy for I am holy, saith the Lord. To be separated unto God. Holy in every of uh, our conversation, that means the word means lifestyle. In every bit of our lifestyle, be holy unto the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Be consecrated, be separated. Be holy unto the Lord. Verse, verse 19 says, as many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Yes. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. Behold, I knock at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to him and I will sup with him and he with me. Thank you, Jesus. To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne. Even as I overcame and I am sat down with my father in his throne. He that hath an ear to hear. There it is again. Let him hear what the spirit saith unto the churches. As many has an ear to hear. Let him hear. Thank God that he as verse 19 says he chastens those who he loves. As many as I love. I rebuke and I chasten. He will correct you. Why? Because he's trying to keep you focused spiritually. He's trying to keep you on that straight and narrow. He's trying to keep you because where, where the enemy, Jesus prayed pray for Peter. He says, Peter, the enemy comes and desires to sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you. I have prayed for you. Because in this walk on the street called straight, broad and wide is the path that leads to destruction. But on that narrow path, uh, 
it, let me tell you, the enemy hates it. And he's going to do everything to pull you back. He's going to do everything to discourage you. He's going to do everything to assault your faith and to get you to give up and to get you to abandon the cross and to throw in the towel. But if you keep your faith anchored in Jesus Christ and the cross, the, the, the finished work at Calvary and what he's done on the cross for us. Hallelujah. Yeah. Knowing that what Jesus Christ has done is more than enough. He paid his, the price with his precious blood. Yes, he, did. he bore the stripes on his back. We, Lord, if there's anything in me that needs to be corrected, realign me, reconfigure re re me, Lord God. Modify, repair me, Lord God. Renew me. Glory to God. As David said, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Hallelujah. Amen. James chapter 4 says this right here. See, he says, as many as those as we read, he said, sup with me and I will sup with him. Thank you, Jesus. I will sup with him. James chapter 4 verse 7 says this. <laughs> 